0: While in my late 20s, I was going through a rough relationship breakup. I was in the dentist chair. The dentist gave me the Novocaine. By the time she came back and said, are we ready, I was in the middle of a full meltdown. She recommended a therapist. During my first visit with the therapist, she obviously discerned enough information to guide me towards an understanding of who the three kinds of people in the world are. She made me pull out a paper and pencil and write this down. She said, look here, there are three kinds of people in the world. The first group, your growth people. You want to hang out with your growth people They're the ones that make you feel like you can do anything, that the room is better simply because you walked in. They are your cheerleaders. They're the voice you want to hear, assuring you that you've got the right stuff. I repeat, you want to spend time with your growth people. You want to hear the voices of your growth people. Then you have your neutral folks. Like someone you might sit next to on public transportation or someone who walks by and says, I love what you've done with your eyebrows. Or a complete stranger that walks up to you and says, I love your necklace. It's so fun. Neutral people, if you don't see them again, your life won't change because they're neutral. Then she took a long pause and a deep breath and said, finally, you've got your third group. And the important thing to know about your third group is they can be family members. But the most important thing to remember about this third group is that you must limit your interaction with them. You have no choice but to limit your interaction with them. So this was exactly what I needed to hear because navigating toxic people was always a huge challenge for me. But after years of practice, I have finally mastered how to delicately manage toxic people, the ones who have drama everywhere they go. So how did I liberate myself? So let's say you go to a function and the toxic person is there, but we're supposed to act like we don't see each other and just mosey about the room as, no, I'm not doing that. Instead of an evening of side eye and holding that space in my body filled with tension and exerting all the energy required to ignore someone, I initiate hello. With the biggest, warmest smile you could imagine. Now the person is already off balance because they don't know if you're stupid or what's happening. Then I pay them a compliment. Ugh, a real sincere compliment, like pick something you know. They're so caught up in receiving the compliment that you can then turn on your heels and say, Arivedere. and make yourself scarce because you have to limit your interaction. And those pleasantries, the compliments, the 10 seconds of small talk, it's not me giving in, it's kindness. Kindness gets easier with practice, and it's the deliberate push towards kindness that matters pushing towards kindness as opposed to seeking payback, revenge, and upping the game. Two different kinds of energy resonating through your core. And if someone thinks you're a wimp for choosing love over some other option, then they have no idea how powerful it is to know that you control how you interact and that you waste no time on pettiness. And yes, you might want to give someone a piece of your mind, but there's no guarantee there'll be some satisfaction in that. Short-term satisfaction? Absolutely. But at what cost? You can't change anyone, but you can set a good example. Kindness gets easier with practice. And if you're a dancer, you know how to practice. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And with that... I turn the mic over to Mr. John Johnson of K-Sound Audio.
1: Hello, all you big dreamers. As we close tonight's episode of the Laurie Talks podcast, I'm going to leave you with a quote from Martin Luther King Jr. Love is the only force capable of transforming an enemy into a friend. This week's musical guest is an R&B, soul, and blues artist putting a new age spin On a '70s sound. This is Sydney Jackson with her song, "What If." What if this was meant to be? What if this was our reality? dream Ooh. What if money didn't exist Ooh. And all the workers I'll be quick One percent switch share Disappear and the dialogue just didn't make sense. Yeah